souls and welcome or welcome back to the thoughts that manifest podcast i'm l and i am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you if you are listening to this when i upload i hope you had a wonderful weekend for today's episode i wanted to talk about how to start taking action right? How to let go of procrastination, why we procrastinate, and how to work through it so that we can finally go after our goals. Especially with it being a new month, and April is actually going to be a crazy month astrologically. We have Neptune conjunct Jupiter and Pisces happening on April 12th, which is a very creative and spiritual time for the collective. This conjunction is great for tapping into your creativity and spirituality. I truly feel as if there has been an awakening happening collectively for a while now, and in 2022, more and more people are awakening. With this conjunction, your intuition may be heightened. You may connect more with creative outlets like writing, music, and art. But of course, you want to be mindful of deception or illusions with that Neptune and intense Pisces energy that is getting amplified and expanded with Jupiter. But this conjunction is a very dreamy energy, and I personally think that April is a great month for going after your creative goals. We started April off with a new moon in Aries, which is all about going after our personal goals. It really depends what house this new moon happened in your natal chart for you, as that is the house that is being activated by the new moon. But Aries energy is bold, confident, self-starting, action-oriented energy. It is fiery. And we also have Mars conjunct Saturn happening on April 4th, which is tomorrow, right? If you're watching this when this is live which can activate our desires, giving us a strong desire to achieve our goals, no matter how many challenges or delays we may face. It can also bring about some intense, resentful, or even angry energy, which is why I think channeling this energy towards creative passion projects would be extremely beneficial. And then to close out the month on the 30th, we have a partial eclipse and eclipses can bring about unexpected changes and shifts. And this is happening in the sign of Taurus. And Taurus is all about finances, physical and material resources. Um, Taurus energy often resists change. It's all about staying comfortable, all about finding comfort and self-worth and what you value. So there is a new beginning happening in regards to these topics and also wherever Taurus is in your needle chart. I personally believe that it's a lot about how to find our inner security and changing our money mindset because money is meant to flow. And when we are in a state of flow, that's when money in abundance is easily flowing into our life. But before I get too sidetracked, let's get back to what today's episode is about. And that's about how to take action and overcome procrastination. Because now is the time to put action behind our creative passion projects or to take action when it comes to making those necessary changes that we've been wanting to make in our lives that we have been procrastinating on for so long. 
right? Be honest. How many times have you said you wanted to make a change but never followed through? Maybe you said you wanted to become consistent with your fitness routine, but when it comes time to make those shifts, you don't. Or you've been wanting to start a blog or your own creative side project, but you keep procrastinating on actually starting. Don't worry, you're not alone. A lot of people struggle with procrastination. And one of the number one reasons as to why we procrastinate is because we doubt ourselves. We struggle with perfectionism. We want to feel like we have everything perfectly put together before we actually take action which creates overwhelm, and therefore we procrastinate. So let's talk about this. Starting with perfectionism, the need to have everything perfect before taking action, which can also lead to imposter syndrome. Where does this stem from? Well, oftentimes it stems from childhood, and when you think about it, a lot of self-doubt was pushed upon us from a very young age. We go to school and we're expected to get perfect grades. If we didn't get all A's, depending on your environment you grew up in and around, that sometimes made you feel as if you weren't good enough. You felt you weren't smart, so you doubted your abilities or you attached your worth to the grades that you got in school. If you didn't get a perfect score, you felt like you were wrong in some way or just not worthy or capable. I remember in elementary school, they would even use the word perfect on our report cards and test grades. And then think back to when you try to do something right as a kid. You tried to impress your parents in some way to get their validation. But if you were never met with that energy of, I'm so proud of you, and you were constantly met with criticism, then you probably struggle with perfectionism because you just wanted so badly to be acknowledged for your abilities. But since you never got that, now you struggle with feeling like you aren't capable. This leads to imposter syndrome, feeling like you aren't capable enough to go after what you want or to talk about what you enjoy talking about because you fear that you don't know enough or you aren't qualified. And because we don't feel qualified enough, we tend to procrastinate on starting due to that underlying fear of either being judged or just not feeling qualified enough. So we fear that we're going to fail. But what about this perspective shift? I always try to look at it from this perspective. What would happen if I chose not to go after that business I want to start? What would my life look like if I didn't go after that? And what would happen if I did? What would my life look like if I did go after that and it worked out? Where could my life be three years from now? Often it's our ego that is holding us back from going after what we want because our ego fears change. Our ego likes what is familiar and comfortable and going after something new is uncomfortable because it's not familiar, which is why we procrastinate and push things off. We aren't comfortable with change. It's all about separating our identity from our ego. We don't have to identify with our ego. Since we can observe our thoughts, we are not our thoughts. We are separate from our thoughts. We don't have to accept them as our truth or fact because they aren't truth or fact. When it comes to making changes in our life, we have to get comfortable and familiar with change. And the more you do something new, the more familiar and comfortable it becomes. When I first started recording tarot readings, it felt so uncomfortable. I had thoughts of who is going to listen to me? People are going to think it's so strange. What if they judge me? They think I'm not qualified enough. You know, I'm sitting here talking to myself. That's what it felt like. 
And I even felt that way when I first started recording podcast episodes. But the more I did it, the more comfortable it became. Like they say, practice makes perfect. Everyone starts somewhere. The difference between you and someone else who you think is a pro at doing what you want to do is that they pushed through their fears and they started. They allowed themselves to start and they learned along the way because I promise you, you are always learning. There is always opportunity for growth in everything that we do. No one knows it all. The more confident you are in your abilities, the more people will recognize that and will believe in you too. That's how you start to attract an audience and grow in whatever chosen field you desire. There is no better time to take inspired action than in that moment when you feel inspired. Listen to those intuitive nudges. Don't let your ego make you second guess or doubt yourself. As you start to take action, this will create momentum. So let's recap this first tip. Realize you are knowledgeable and that no one is perfect. When you are confidently taking action towards your goals, you will attract the right audience to you. Work through any limiting beliefs you have that surround why you feel like you aren't qualified enough to go after your goals. When you feel inspired, that is when you need to take action. Don't give your ego time to make you question or doubt yourself when it comes to taking action. And remember that you are separate from those thoughts. The next tip for procrastination in taking action would be to break down your goals. I often find we procrastinate because we are overwhelmed by the overall big goal that we have. We tend to get overwhelmed by our big goal that we don't know where to start, which causes us to procrastinate or you know, those big goals feel unachievable to us. So therefore we procrastinate. So I have two solutions for this. The first solution would be to take that one big goal and break it down into obtainable, smaller, actionable goals. Like for example, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. What would the smaller actionable goal be? Maybe it would be moving your body for 15 to 30 minutes every day or every other day. Maybe it would be changing your eating habits. Maybe you want to drink more water, get more greens into your body. You essentially create smaller goals that you know you can achieve. You have to start small. Sometimes when we start big, this can lead to overwhelm and cause us to not follow through, which then causes a lack of trust within yourself, and that affects our confidence. So start with small goals. Working at those small goals consistently will create self-trust, which then leads to confidence in becoming more comfortable and familiar with going after the goals that you set for yourself. The second solution is all about showing up as the version of a self who already has the desired goal accomplished. A lot of times when we are procrastinating on taking action towards our goals, it's because we fear the unknown. Our ego does not like not knowing what the outcome is going to be. So we tend to hold on to the outcome tightly. We fear that if we go after our goal and we fail, that it will all be for nothing, right? Or it would be a waste of time. So the key here is to live as if it's already happened. For example, if you want to write a book, but you feel like it won't sell or that no one will read it, then you will probably procrastinate on actually writing that book. But what if I told you that if you took action right now and wrote that book, it would be a bestseller? Then you probably would take action now and write that book. 
right? Because you know that it's going to pay off and it's going to have a successful outcome. And this is why you need to act as if. Act as if the book you are writing will be a bestseller. Believe in that and let your belief be so strong that your confidence is pouring out of you and into the words you write. When you act as if and you show up in that energy, you no longer procrastinate because your fear and doubts are no longer holding you back. That's how you manifest. So a recap of tip number two, act as if you already accomplished your goal, therefore you know that it is possible and that it will pay off. Let go of those fears and doubts of the unknown that are ego-based and step into a faith-based mindset. Start small. Take your big goal and break it down into small, actionable, obtainable goals. And as you accomplish those small goals, allow yourself to build that self-trust and confidence within yourself. Your energy attracts your desired outcome, but it's all about the journey, not the destination. Don't allow the outcome to change your energy. We must detach from the outcome so that even if something doesn't provide the results we wanted, we don't allow that outcome to affect our inner peace and happiness. It's always lessons learned or redirecting us to something better. All right, tip number three, eliminate distractions. Often we procrastinate because we are so distracted in our outer reality. We allow things outside of us to distract us. Distractions show up in many ways. It can be social media, a TV show, or we distract ourselves with busy work. Have you ever wanted to work on a creative passion project, but you come up with a list of a thousand excuses as to why you can't make time to work on it? Whether it's, I need to clean my bathroom for the second time today, or you distract yourself with a TV show, or you want to work on your goal, but instead you find yourself mindlessly scrolling through social media. We have all been there. Often we distract ourselves and make excuses due to those subconscious fears that our ego has. But if you are aware that you get distracted and then take accountability for it and make changes, that's how you can beat procrastination. I always use this little hack. When I find myself wanting to work on something but I make excuses, then I am technically saying, working on my creative passion project isn't a priority. And if this sounds wrong, then it means you need to reprioritize your habits and goals. When something is a priority, you make time for it. So what habit can you switch out for this priority? It's really all about taking accountability, and I know that's so hard to do, especially if you are wanting to make a shift like working for yourself. Often we get the job done because we have a boss to hold us accountable. But when you work for yourself, you are your own boss. So you have to hold yourself accountable. You aren't going to get the desired results you want if you aren't taking action and making time to work on your goals. Don't let distractions hold you back. This goes for people in your life too, because sometimes there are people in our life that act as distractions, whether it's friends or family who doubt you, who put fears in your mind about why you won't be able to make something work out or about why you should go after something else instead. These are all distractions. Remember, feed your focus, feed your goals, and starve your distractions, starve your fears. What you focus on is what grows. 
That's why I have always found it so beneficial to connect with like-minded people and to consume content that relates to my overall goals and doesn't distract me from them. And I know it's easier said than done. I also find time blocking can help too. It's all about dedicating time for specific tasks that help me achieve my goals and I make sure my distractions are away during those set times. So to recap tip number three, hold yourself accountable, eliminate your distractions, and focus on making your goals your priority. So I hope you found these tips helpful and I am rooting for you to step towards your goals. Remember, all it takes is one step to get the momentum going. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to share it with someone who may need to hear this message. Leave a review below if you feel called to. It means the world to me. I would love to connect with you on social media. I am at close E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.